Welcome all. I am your host, Leanna, and this is Non-Christian Bible Talk, a podcast where I want to learn and educate from Christians and non-Christian believers alike about the Bible and their beliefs. I am an ex-believer myself, and I am not an expert by any means, but I have 25 years of experience being in churches and mission work. So like I said, I am here to learn as well as to educate. This is a safe place, so feel free to comment or ask questions about anything you would like. I would like if we tried to stay on topic as much as possible, but I know that sometimes we won't. The only thing that I ask is that you be respectful of others, as I will try to be myself. This is not a place to bash or criticize. It is a safe place to learn and discuss. I'm ready to go to church. Are you? But first, a few words from our sponsor. All right, now that we got that taken care of, let's get into this. Today we are talking about Genesis 6, 8 through 12. I'm going to be honest with you. I think most of these are just filler. I think the whole point of these next five verses could have been put into two. But, you know, whatever. I honestly think most of the Bible is just filler. They could have... I don't know, not try to be so poetic, I guess, or made their book a little smaller. I don't know. It just seems like a lot of filler to me. All right, so Genesis 6-8. This is, I am not going to read all of the Bible verses today. It's not something I want to make a habit of doing. I'm just going to really talk about them, and and y'all are responsible for going and finding them. I recently heard that a lot of people don't seem to like the New King James Version, So this will be the last time um, I use this. I will be starting in Genesis 7 with a different version of the Bible. For all y'all New King James haters out there, bear with me a couple more episodes and I'll be doing something different. Speaking of filler. Alright, so verse 8. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Okay, cool. Um, that's all it says about that. I had to kind of look this up because I know what I've been taught grace means, which is, in my opinion, it means like he found mercy with the Lord because he was the best that God had to choose from. Our first side note of the episode, I've kind of saw on one of the sermons I was watching about this that guess God felt he had to have somebody to carry on humankind Because somebody had to give him offerings. But he didn't though. He could have just snapped his fingers. Killed everybody off. And started all over. Which is basically what he does here with Noah. Noah is now the new Adam. um, Which doesn't make any sense to me. Why ten. What did I say? Ten generations or something later. That he decides to kill everybody off and start over. But he does do it from the lineage of Adam, which, again, doesn't make a lot of sense. Why not just reverse time and start over with Adam and Eve? So that's all that the Bible tells us about this verse and about why he chose Noah to carry on his humanity. I I don't know. In verse 9, we find out that Noah was righteous and blameless among his people, and he walked faithfully with God. Fun fact, this is the first time righteous is used um, in this form in the Bible. 
I don't know what that means, but it is the first person we've seen that is righteous. It says that he was a just man or blameless. Just in this usage in the Hebrew I saw was is used 45 times in the Bible. More fun facts. So I want to point out here that I've heard this and read this several times now. He was not sinless. He was just has moral integrity or more moral integrity than all the other heathens on the earth at this point. I also want to draw attention to the fact that he walked faithfully with God. This is something I hear a lot of modern Christians saying their walk with God or or they're trying to have a better walk with their faith. This isn't a literal walk, obviously. This is their path or journey with God. They're just using the word walk, and I feel like this is the same here, is that he walked faithfully, as in he obeyed all the rules, and he checked off all of you know God's um, boxes on his nice list. So he was the only person that did this. So he was the best humanity had to offer, which I just do not feel that that is correct but you know whatever do we even know what occupation or trade noah has i really don't remember reading this but it would be it's interesting to me that he would choose out of all the people to save someone who wasn't even a skilled tradesperson. so that's a little weird but again whatever i guess now he's going to be the only person on earth so it doesn't really matter all right in 10 verse 10 he just tells us that he had three sons i think that this is just telling us that he had he's not going to be alone in the ark that there's some more people his family going to come with him so i'm curious about these three sons of his we at this point don't know anything about them i think um after the flood story we find out a little bit more but as it stands right now, we just have three names. Later on, we also find out that their wives went with them. Um, I think I heard somewhere that it ends up being eight total people in the ark. I heard or, or read, actually, a sermon talking about how Noah stands alone in all this and how he stands up alone for his faith and blah, blah, blah. He is not alone. He has what we would call now a support team or a, a support group of people to get through all of this. He is not alone. And I think at some point people have misconstrued it to be that he actually has people help him build the ark. So he doesn't even do that alone, supposedly. Again, we haven't gotten that far in the story, but I, he doesn't even build this alone. So 11 and 12, I'm just going to kind of gloss over together because to me, this just repeats uh, that the world was a horrible place and all the people were bad. Uh, to me, this is filler. It just says again that the world was corrupt in God's sight, full of violence. All the people was corrupt. Uh, earth was filled with bad people. And it basically talks about that in the next two verses filler that's what this is so like i said out of these five verses they could have condensed all this down to say that uh, god really liked noah and he was a good guy and he had three sons and the world was a terrible place 
I, I, I get it wasn't written in English and there was, and at the time, I guess a lot of things were written a lot more poetically and blah, blah, blah. But to be such, so written so vaguely, the whole Bible and written so ridiculously, in my opinion, with no real, you know, facts or anything, the Bible could probably be written, uh, in half of what the words used. But again, I'm looking at it from an English perspective, so who knows. Anyway, at this point, that's all I really have to say about these uh, five verses. Love to have some comments, some feedback on if y'all like what I'm doing here. So because I am trying to get my Patreon off the ground and get some people uh, going over there, I've decided to do something I've seen some other people on the internet doing, especially in the atheist community ex-Christians doing is talking about some of their beliefs they had as Christians that make absolutely no sense now. I find this fascinating, especially the fact that I love psychology and, and dark psychology and the fact that I feel there's a lot of beliefs and not just Christianity, but in religion as a whole that taken out of context is just really weird. And these are diehard believers and diehard beliefs that people hold. So come on over to Patreon, make a small donation, help me get some more classes and more knowledge to make this better, and watch some videos about me talking about all the things I used to believe in as a Baptist fundamental Christian. Yeah, I hope it's going to be fun. So yeah, join me. Have a great day. Talk to y'all later.